Hey there, specters and spectators. This episode contains live animal sounds, specifically a dog barking, and traffic sounds that may be alarming. So if either of those things are likely to bother you, please check the transcripts before listening. I'm going to have to insist that you stay away from the hospital and the apartment until we're absolutely sure the danger is past. Of my becoming a poltergeist? Right. I'm making inquiries to see if, uh, well, I said I'd be frank and I will. To see if a poltergeist formation has ever been successfully averted. I might be away for the rest of the day, but I'll leave you in the capable hands of Josie and Lotta. Thank you for going to all of this trouble. It's nothing. Just promise you'll stay away from the apartment and the hospital. At least for now. Of course. I promise. Okay, then. I'm off. I'll just... Come in. Leave you with Josie. I believe she has something to discuss with you. Thank you again. Oh, you're already gone. Hello? You wanted to speak to me. Oh, hey, Frankie. How do you feel about pants? Good morning to you as well. And, um, you mean trousers, like yours? Sure, trousers. I was never allowed to try them when I was... when I was alive. What are they like? What are they like? What are pants like? Yes, what are they like? Well, for one thing, they're a heck of a lot lighter than that gown you're wearing. There are fancy pants and work pants and lounging pants, and all of them, every single kind, except maybe slacks, are like freedom. They let you move pretty much however you need to. They have deep pockets, and they keep your legs warm, and they show off your figure, and they mean you're ready to jump or run or hang upside down at a moment's notice. When they fit right, they're like old friends. They make you feel safe, but also make you feel like a million dollars. And believe me, if I make them, they'll fit just right. Oh. Well, in that case, I'd like to try them. If it's no trouble. It's what I'm here for. Episode 7, The Rule Breaker. I'll just need your measurements, and then we need to talk about tops. Are you more of a blouse, t-shirt, or tunic woman? I... <laughs> Who am I kidding? We'll do one of each and see what works. Stand taller, will you? Mm-hmm. All right. This just goes around your waist. Right. <laughs> Oh yeah, I keep forgetting you're old school and you've had clothes tailored before. Old school? It means... Something like old-fashioned, I'd wager. I'm not sure I appreciate being called antiquated. That's... I didn't mean... I apologise. All I meant was that you lived in a different time 
And some things I usually need to explain to folks who died more recently might actually be normal for you. There is something I still need explained, though. What's that? The rules. They're, well, a bit opaque, aren't they? I suppose I understand the do-no-harm bit, given my recent haunting experience, but... You're hoping for some clarification? I feel you. I was there once myself. Ask any one of us what the rules mean, and you'll get a different answer. Heck, ask me again in a day or two, and I might say something different depending on the situation. But I'll give it a shot. Do no harm doesn't just mean do no harm to humans, the way I see it. I'd say it means do no harm to humans or yourself or your fellow spirits. But does that mean don't haunt at all? Hard to say. Sometimes harm can be in the doing... Sometimes harm can be in the not doing. Do you follow? Maybe. Not really. It'll come. Some things you have to learn as you go. What about leave no trace? Isn't haunting a trace? Yes, it is. But that rule is more about evidence than anything. Recordings, photographs, videos. What are videos? Films. Moving pictures. We have lots of fun new technologies today, and some folks just want to use them to capture evidence that ghosts are real. Which is a really bad thing. Because of the ghost hunters. Right. Now, hold still. I need to get the rest of your measurements. What sort of fabric do you use to make clothing for the spirits of the dead? Dead fabric. Salvages, scraps, recycled bits and bobs. When things die, figuratively or literally, they usually manifest in this place, at least for a few moments. If I'm fast and I'm lucky, I can catch hold before they disappear. Look, I know you have about a million more questions, but I have work to do. Of course. Thank you. Was it something else? I'm just... You didn't say anything about the third rule. The one about the rosemary? Oh, there's nothing ambiguous about it, Frankie. Promise me, if you smell rosemary, you run. No hesitation, no questions asked. You may have died, but there are worse things. I promise? Good. Now, if you don't mind, I have some sewing to finish. Lotta should be around somewhere. Right. Yes, of course. It's okay, girl. We're here to help. I don't think she wants help. Oh, she wants help. She just doesn't know if she can trust us yet. That's why I brought these. Food? How is that even possible? Oh... Wait, don't tell me. They've just gone off in the living world. And because of an enormous cosmic loophole, that means they're technically dead. That's right. How do you know? Josie. <laughs> I should have known. Yep, the cosmic loophole did its thing and I just happened to be haunting the pet store when it did and voila. Treats for the stray spectral labradoodle. One of these days, she'll be ready. 
This is all so much more complicated than I thought it would be. Rescuing ghost dogs? Or the afterlife? <laughs> the afterlife. Back in my day, one was stuck in the clothes one died in and basically floated around in the ether without recourse to food or other material goods. Was it really like that? Or is that what the living assumed must be the case? I... Hmm. At my funeral, there were a few well-meaning, awful people who stood up and gave speeches about how I was free now. Free from my disability. Free from my wheelchair. (laughs) As though my disability isn't part of who I am. As though my wheelchair isn't one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Her name is Sally, and with her I could go pretty much anywhere I wanted when I was alive. Provided there were ramps. She, she's part of me, so of course she's here with me in the afterlife. How awful of them. My point is, people like to talk a big game about things they don't understand. Sometimes they get lucky and say something that's not completely wrong. But for the most part, you have to take what they say with a grain of salt. The afterlife is big and weird, and you're right, complicated. I think it's probably always been this way, because the dead have always had to grapple with their ties to the living. We've always needed ways to reach out, to do our best to make sure the folks we left behind, human and animal alike, are going to be okay. And since we're still thinking and feeling and doing in close proximity to all of that warm and bustling life, we still need to feel like we have a purpose here, a way to make meaning. And that's why you have the rules? Yes, to protect ourselves and the living from that proximity, that need. I see. You're kind of a unique case, but most of us... Most of us still have family and friends living when we pass, and it can be hard to know how to handle that. Because there's a new distance there, no matter what your relationship to your family was before. But there's also this tantalising closeness. This ability to watch and listen and haunt. The temptation to reach out, to manifest, to speak. Some people can handle visits from a dead loved one, but most can't. And it's easy for us to lose ourselves in the grief, to lash out at the living because we feel so helpless, unless we can find something else to focus on. It's just as rough when your family eventually passes, because not everyone stays here. You're saying my family could be out there haunting. That's not what... uh, Yes, they might. But it's unlikely. And I could find them and talk to them again. Yes, possibly. I could look into my mother's face, wearing these pants Josie is making me, and tell her that 
her rules were harmful and ridiculous and wrong. Mm-hmm. I could tell my father that he should have intervened instead of burying himself in the newspaper and hiding at the club. And I could see my brother and sister, tell them that I've missed them, find out what their lives were like. I'm clearly not needed in this conversation anymore. I could track down Sarah Melmott and tell her that the only thing worse than her patronising visits were her horrible pamphlets. Oh, 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 maybe Bow Wow is haunting with my family. Wouldn't that be amazing? Any word on the poltergeist? Not yet. But the signals were so strong, I sort of think we should head out there, just in case. Poke around a bit. I'm game. Just got out of my last class of the week. Same here. Road trip. Gather your supplies and meet at my place at two? Aye, aye, Captain. See you soon. Don't forget those cheese crackers. We thought everything was going well. Frankie was settling in, haunting alongside Lotta and Josie, learning the parameters and possibilities of her new existence. She'd shown no inclination to return to the apartment. There'd been no poltergeisty outbursts. So we started to relax. That was our first mistake. (laughs) Who am I kidding? That was the only mistake we had time to make. So, this is what pants feel like. I have a sudden understanding for the new women. Sorry, the who? Women who wore masculine clothing and rode bicycles everywhere and smoked and had relations with men without marrying them first. They caused quite a scandal in my day. (laughs) That's pants all right. A gateway garment to free love and scandal. (laughs) So, I take it you like them? Oh yes. And this blouse. And the pockets! Thank you. I can't wait to show Lotta and Mary. They won't recognise you at all. I don't quite recognise myself. I could do anything in these clothes. That's the idea. Your afterlife is what you make it. It's... Hello? Earth to Frankie? Are you still in there? Huh? What? Oh... Sorry, I must have gotten distracted. You think? What was I saying? Oh, yes, it's so liberating. I just hope my family is out there haunting somewhere so I can find them and... I'm sorry, I'm not feeling quite myself. Is it that... Mary thought you might feel the call of the apartment. Are you? No, No, it's just been an odd day. Lotta made me realise my family is all long dead and that it's unlikely they're still around and... You need some time to process. I get it. Let me show you to the guest room. 
No, it's okay. Mary showed me this morning. I'll just have a bit of a lie down. Great. Just call out if you need anything. Thanks. I will. And thank you again for the pants. Anytime. I'm sorry, Josie, and I know I promised Mary, but I have to check on her. To make sure she's okay. Or to be there waiting if she's not. It's the least I can do after haunting her like that. It's... <clears throat> Stop that. Stay calm. It's just a quick trip to the hospital. I'll be back before anyone even realises I've gone. Hey, I know this one. Turn it up. Baby, don't you worry. Oh, baby, baby, don't you 
Usual Bands with their new single, Ghosts. Here's the thing. I'm John Harker, and you're listening to KBOU, KBOO, where the music How much is further, all Danny? all the time. Just a few more miles. Here's Ghost by Chamomile. Hurry up, will you? Some of us didn't bother to shower before cramming into a car full of folks. Hey, I shower every other day, I'll have you know. In what? Dirty dog water? Oh, shut up, I got a signal. Really? Ah! Ah! Hey! Keep your eyes on the road, Danny! You wanna hunt ghosts or be a ghost? Well, it's small, but it's definitely there. It's almost like it's trying to hide from us, to disguise itself. <laughs> Trixie, Emmerifer. Try all you want, you little poltergeist. We're on to you. And we're coming for you. With rosemary and rock salt. This episode of The Way We Hunt Now is written, directed, and produced by Courtney Floyd with voice acting in order of appearance by Kira Apple as Mary Banks. Elena Gray as Frankie. Georgia McKenzie as Josie. Becca Marcus as Lotta. Brad Colbrook as Cass Bromley. Tal Minear as Myrtle. Lindsay Zana as Danny. Paul H. Rollins as Nick. Kira Apple as the narrator. Tim Lowe as John Harker. Whether you're new to the spirit world or simply a ghost in need of some entertainment, you can visit www.hauntnowpod.com for more episodes, as well as information about our cast and crew, content warnings, transcripts, and links to our social media. Remember to haunt responsibly.